Well, I have never been a huge fan of these Jessica Jones seasons. How about you? No. Well, has season three been able to change our minds? Did you like season three? Let's talk in the comments. You are a cheater. Welcome to Durbania. I'm Durbin. I'm the Trello Nerd. And we are going to spoiler talk season three of Jessica Jones, or aka the final season. The final. Ooh. So here's the question. Could this season end it great? Season one, I wasn't a fan of. I just liked the villain, Kilgrave. Kilgrave was a great villain. Yeah. That was about the only thing I liked. Season two had nothing for me. I didn't even do a video on it. Well, here's the thing about how bad season two was. We did do a video. We were just like, you know, we're not going to finish. Oh, yeah. We, we totally we, recorded it. I like, forgot. We're, we're I like, even forgot about that. We were like, you know, <laughs> just like season two of Jessica Jones shouldn't be there. This one shouldn't be there. <laughs> it was bad. Because what do you do? It's like, what did you think about season two? Oh, horrible. What did you think? It was horrible. <laughs> and, but with that being said, at least season three I liked it better than season two. Oh, like a hundred thousand times better than season two. Still not my favorite of the Marvel yeah. uh, Netflix shows, but the story was a lot better than what season two was. <laughs> if, if we're going to compare it that way, you know, it's like, yeah, season three, way better than season two. First, one of the biggest positives for me was the villain, Salinger. I liked him as the villain because, you know, he didn't have any superpowers or anything like that, but he reminded me of Baron Zemo. So he reminded me of Baron Zemo for the reason of he didn't have any superpowers, but he was smart enough yes. to do things to mess with you. Like, that was like his superpower. Like, he was a great serial killer. Like Yeah, and he was smart creepy. about everything. And so... What, one of the things that kind of intrigued me most, the first time we meet him and Jessica Jones, you know, goes in the kitchen, the knife is missing that stabbed her and took her spleen and all that stuff. And so there she is standing in that kitchen and facing off that guy and his overconfidence of the situation where, you know, he talked about one day you're going to meet your match. And when you meet your match, you're, the world's going to see what a fraud you are. And she goes, oh, so are you my match? Oh, honey, no. No, I'm so above and beyond you. You're like an ant in the distance. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I was actually wondering, does he have a power? Is he yeah. an alien or something? Like, I was like, what are you that you are standing in front of her like that and saying that so boldly? Yeah, me too. I was like, dude, what what is his power? And I was like, should I Google him? Like, I was like, oh, like, I was like, nah, I'm good. I'll just, I'll, I'll let this play out. But yeah. I really thought, I was like, all right, maybe this guy has like superhuman strength or something, you know? But yeah. No. Just a, your typical creep in New York, you know. What are you trying to achieve in this moment? A confession. I have a very disciplined mind. See, that's the thing about Jessica Jones. It's like the character of Jessica Jones just doesn't enthrall me. Because you have like Iron Man, and he's a jerk, but he's a lovable jerk. You yeah. have Han Solo, jerk, but lovable jerk. Mm -hmm. And I never have felt that about Jessica Jones. This is the first time I kind of warmed up to her by the end of the season. Mm -hmm. But always in Jessica Jones, by always I mean season one in this season the villain was the most interesting aspect of it. So, yeah. yeah, the story involving him drew me in more, and Trish Walker is a character I have never liked. I don't like her either. But, <laughs> I, I will say, it was kind of interesting to watch her dark side come out in this one. Trish Walker's very annoying. It's like She is very it's annoying. It's like, first of all, calm down. Like You know yes. what I mean? It's like that, but... Oh, you geez. know what she reminds me of? She drives me nuts the whole time. I just want to like, oh, somebody slap her. <laughs> she reminded me a lot in this season. Actually, all three seasons. 
mostly uh -huh. season two and this season. She reminded me of Lana Lang from Smallville. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, and I know you didn't watch a lot of Smallville, but Lana Lang was a very self-entitled character. You uh -huh. know, the type of character that gives millennials a yeah. bad name. Like, I deserve this, and I should have that. And that's what Trish Walker was like to me throughout this whole thing. Yeah. She she was, in some level, not as annoying as Lana, because that's kind of hard to beat. But man, she definitely had that huge self-centered thing. Oh, yeah. And it just... It was, and that's the thing. Jessica Jones and Trish Walker together as a team is not an enthralling team for me. They're just not the most exciting duo. There's not a lot of dynamite stuff going on between them. They're both characters that irritate me. Yeah. Jessica Jones, she's a mean grump. Yeah. Just a grump. Yeah. She doesn't get along with anybody, you know. Trish was definitely raised to be a superstar, you know, on TV. Yep. But. I guess, like the TV world, she had something she, in her head. She had something to prove. Yeah. And being a superhero is something she wanted to be, and she wasn't. Yeah. Yes, she had these abilities, but her abilities, you know, seeing in the dark and some of the, you know, don't compare to going up against, like, an Iron Fist who can yeah. fight and just destroy you with one punch. Exactly. You know? Or a Luke Cage where she can do all that stuff and it's going to do nothing to him. Yeah. But so I thankfully did like she didn't face the determination, but yeah. I also didn't like it at the same time. I liked it, but I didn't like it. Well, it's funny because you like it because it's cool to actually see her hone her powers uh -huh. and use them. And and, and it, you're right. Her powers are very small compared to others, but she figured out how to use them. Mm -hmm. So for her, like, it was big. But it's just sad because her attitude the whole way through it, like, made even that part that was interesting unlikable. Yes. It yeah. was like she was missing the point of the superhero. Yes. Which I guess the one thing that was kind of interesting was the flashbacks to Dorothy and mm -hmm. just how bad her mom was to her growing up, how abusive. Yeah. Like her mom was like the true stage mom and oh, so yeah. verbally and physically abusive to her. So it's like you can understand why she has something to prove, yeah. especially that line where her mom says, the world has given you a gift and you are disappointing and if you don't give it back and it's like yeah. you could just hear those words constantly reverberating in her mind and it's like that makes sense out of why yeah. she's always so mad and bitter towards Jessica. Oh, yeah. She's jealous but she's also angry that Jessica has a talent and she's wasting it. And she got caught up in this superhero role and turned out to be her own villain. Watching her go throughout this whole season she ended up hating Salinger. Especially when Salinger killed Dorothy. And I mean, the sheer hatred she had towards that. But by the end, she was Salinger. Mm -hmm. On like every level almost, you know? Yeah. And so it was really kind of interesting to watch that transformation, which wasn't super dramatic because she was already kind of annoying yeah. and self-entitled and thought that everything she was doing was so mega important. Yeah. But yeah. And I liked that the whole time. She was like, you don't deserve my forgiveness, blah, blah, blah. What, didn't you just kill your sister's mom? Yep. You're missing the point! Yes! You killed your sister's mom! Come and on, it was yeah. driving me nuts when they would have these hearts of hearts in the beginning of season three where she's like, look, why can't you admit your mom was evil? Well, why can't you just admit she was my mom and you <laughs> killed her? And I'm like, could both of you shut up? You both sound like toddlers yelling at each other. It's driving me nuts! I think my favorite part of the whole show is the <laughs> training montage with yeah. Josh. You just see she's determined to train. Like, that part was good. You know, she's like, I want to... Master these things I like and she runs off the wall and does a backflip and lands. She's like, yes! I thought that part was cool. <laughs> no, then, that was cool. Then she went psychopath and was like, you know what? I'm going to do this, beat everybody up. And then she got to taste the blood when she accidentally killed that lady. Or yeah. She had that lady. And yeah. You know, the funny thing about Trish, though, is as she was <clears throat> going the way of the psychopath, I began to like her character more and more. 
Yeah. Because it felt like she went from whining, 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 I'm entitled, I'm entitled, I'm entitled to, oh, well now you've just embraced your villainy. So yeah. you crying, I'm entitled, you thinking you're doing what's right. Well, that, that's cool. You fit, you fit every mode of a villain motivation. So by the, like, the last episode where she was the villain, she wasn't bugging me as much because yeah. I'm like, sweet, she's embraced her destiny. And I like how she's going to the raft. Yeah. But I did like a couple of the references, like to Danny Rand, how he's on a sabbatical. I was like, oh, man, that'd yeah. be great to know what he's doing. But, oh, wait. He's his canceled. Show, his show's canceled. He and finally how, had a good season. You know? How cool that Luke Cage showed up for all of two oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. Out of, out of nowhere. All of a sudden, I was like, Luke Cage? Is that Luke Cage? Oh, maybe um, when... Um, Trish Walker was in, you know, talking to the detectives like, oh, maybe uh, Matt Murdock's going to walk in. No, just Luke Cage. And it, I like what he said, though, because he talked about his brother. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I think that was their way try, to try to redeem Luke Cage because he ended on such a dark note yeah. and now it's canceled. So it's going to go nowhere. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, cool. That would have been cool if he stayed with her through the episode yeah. and we watched his redemption. But no, we just had to get a few of those lines. So it's like, OK, he's not totally dark. Yeah. And then I thought she was going to get back with him. Because it would have been nice. It's, hey, it's in the comic books, man. That's, yep. that's, they're married, you know. And <laughs> I just assumed that. Like, when I saw him there, I was like, oh, cool. You know, when I was thinking, you know, he was she was going to leave that dude because hey, man, the guy doesn't have the best morals, you know. Yeah. He knows a lot of bad things are happening. He lets them happen. And who doesn't want to see Luke Cage and her together? I know. Now, that's a super couple. That would be they're awesome to see. They're both crazy strong. You know? And he's unbreakable. He's unbreakable. And it would have been cool to have had that team up to go against Trish yeah. at the very end and watch Luke Cage get redeemed because we'll never see that again. So yeah. it would have been cool to have gotten that, but, you know, whatever. But I did like that. Luke yeah. Cage showed up. I'm Speaking of bad, bad morals, Malcolm. No, I liked Malcolm in this one. Like, you got to see him develop, and he's, he made something of himself. I don't agree with his morals, like cheating, right. you know, yeah. doing the nasty stuff. And, and Malcolm, you know, it's just like you get to you got to see him, like I said, like develop over the years. Yeah. And he's making something of himself, and he's in a crossroads right now. He's trying to make a name for himself, and the only way he can do it is work for Hogarth. And he's not yeah. liking his scenario. Yeah. She's making him do some mean and shady things, you yes. know, that are... Not easy, and I'm sure making him compromise with his beliefs and stuff like that, but then he goes and does that. But aside from that, I really liked Malcolm in this story. Well, it's because, like, for him, you really got a character out of him, and you got to see his struggle. Jessica Jones is a jerk, and we got to see her struggle a little bit later on. Yeah. But from the beginning, we're watching Malcolm confidently do Jerry's dirty work, and then start to feel worse and worse about it, and then actively try to help out Trish before she went totally Mm -hmm. evil because he just wanted to do something good with his life. It's like I had so much sympathy towards that character, and I cared about him, and I thought, knowing that this is the final season, his ending was terrible. Yeah. The fact that he's still living with uh, Eric's sister, gave up on the girl that he said, I love you to, yeah. and it's not going to progress beyond that. It's just over. It's gone. I'm kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. So something else that I, I got to say, it's kind of like a positive neg. No, it's actually kind of a negative. <laughs> There's a lot of negative. We, we've said this about every show. Marvel Netflix show except Daredevil. Yeah. Needs to be less than 13 episodes. Yeah. I think this season could have had potential to be far more exciting and cooler if they made it eight episodes and gave it a faster pace. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. 13, it was a lot to watch on there. And yes. Some of those episodes were a waste. Yes, they were. A lot of walking really slow and constantly talking low like this yeah. and this weird monotone. Oh, what'd she do? She sent you a video. Yeah. 
What happened to it? Oh, it deleted. Okay, let's um, let's screen mirror this. Oh, it was driving yeah. me nuts. Oh, it's like it just horrible. pick up the pace, tell this dang story, and give us closure. First of all, there's only one superhero that walked slow. That was Luke Cage. <laughs> he had heavy feet. You know, he plopped when he walked. But other than that, come on, man, pick up the pace. Oh the story man, was, like totally being short. It's almost like they said, you have to make it 13 episodes. Here's your script. But our script's for eight. Well. Make, add five more, you know? Yeah. And it was almost, that's how it felt. And so like, well, let's stretch out some of these and we can make it work. If it was eight, it would have been a lot better. A lot, I think so. A lot more enjoyable. I, I really think so, because it would have picked up the pace and all of that. <clears throat> that dude, Eric, who gets the headache whenever there's somebody around that has done evil and there's yeah. evil in their heart. First off, I thought that power was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I thought that guy though, like he was creepy when we first met him. And I was kind of convinced he was working for Salinger and we were going to get that reveal, yeah. and we didn't. But I liked him, and I thought he had some of the funnier moments, but I did not buy him and Jessica's chemistry at all. Did you? No, I didn't. It, it didn't fit. I think at one point I forgot they were dating. Yeah, maybe it's just the actor or what, but it just it didn't fit. No. And it I mean, Jessica said that at the end. I don't trust you and because... broke up with him, but... From season two, the guy that lived in the other floor. Yeah. Uh, they fit. Yeah, that would, yeah. You know, and her and Luke Cage fit. Yeah. Those two just. But yeah, this guy, like, I don't know. Fit. They were both just low, slow talkers, and so every scene they were in was just really low, really slow, and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, move this thing forward. He uh, apparently makes an incredible hamburger, you know? Yeah, I would like to try his I'd hamburger. I would try the hamburger, yeah. You know, but. So that. Like, it just did not fit. It did not fit at all. It did not. But one of my favorite things with him was when Trish was turning evil. And so he was, you know, leading her to these people that he had bribed and stuff. And so when Trish killed them and he's like, this is, whoa, I felt the evil lift and the world just got balanced. Like that moment was kind of cool. Yeah. Because it made his character a little bit more complicated where it's like, no, I want that to happen because he felt the headache lift. He felt that evil leave yeah. the world. But then it's like, but the way we're doing this is so bad and it's so abundantly wrong. We cannot do this. Yeah. It was cool to have that element in the end. Yeah. But, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can really say is like, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Jessica Jones, you have not been the best Marvel no. Netflix show. I did like how like it ended, not like the train station scene or anything, but I liked how it ended where Hellcat sitting there, locked up, yep. talking to the to the detective or the cop, whoever yes. that guy was. I, I like him. He's a good yeah, character. I like him too because he looks like a tired cop from like CSI and all those Law and Order shows. Like yep. he like totally nails that part. But I like how he says, you know, you're being trans transferred to their jurisdiction. There's no, it's out of my hands. And I like how she's sitting there and she just sinks in. I'm in the bad guy. Yeah. That scene was probably one of the best in this. Because, like, I think even the actress playing Trish did a great job where you could see it register on her face that that yeah. sunk in. So that was a really cool that looking scene. That was really good because yeah. Jessica's trying to tell her and save her from herself type of thing. And... It sunk in when it was too late. Yep. What have I done? Yep. Ah. I'm going to the raft where you will not. Captain America's gone. He's retired. <laughs> yes. He's not busting fools out of there <laughs> no. anymore. You know? No, he did it once. He's not doing it yeah. again. Yeah. Oh, my so gosh. She's going to the raft where that's where she'll spend out her days. Yep. So what would you give this letter grade? C. 
C minus. That's actually where I was. I was going to give it a C minus. Yeah. Which is better than what I was going to give season two when we didn't even record that video, yeah. which shows how low that was. Because, like, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely had things that were able to hold attention, but there was a point where I was like, I have 13 episodes to binge. Yeah. Oh. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. So. It's just okay. Yeah. C minus. It's just okay. But how about you? What do you think of these Marvel Netflix shows and what is your favorite one? Let's talk about that in the comments. And while you're there, hit that subscribe button to become a Durbanian. Hit the bell by the subscribe button so you're notified the next time Cholo Nerd joins me to talk yes. Marvel. I try to get this guy on here as much as I can when yeah. something Marvel's going down so we can oh, theorize yeah. like crazy and whatever. So hit the bell so you're notified when that drops. And if you like what I do here, check out my Patreon page. Link to that is in the description. I'm Durbin. I'm the Cholo Nerd. Thanks for checking out Durbanian.